the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Drive a pre-owned GM vehicle with a... Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking money. Talking investing. Talking much, 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 much more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, It can be as simple, simple as what's on your financial mind. It could be as complicated as how do I get to retirement? I spoke with some people this weekend about that exact thought. That what does retirement look like? And I was a little bit stunned. I was a little disappointed. I was a little bit sad. To learn, see, to feel that some people think things are okay out there and they're not. They're okay for you. They're okay for me. They're not okay for the average American. Retirement's looking uglier and uglier. With that said, some people are in denial about their friends, about their family, about their out-of-state ne'er-do-wellers. little bit of a bummer. Because I really don't think people see the ramifications like, I was talking to someone about, they're sending their their kids to um, ski school. They actually bought a house in Tahoe, so they could send their kids to ski school. They're wealthy. They've done good in life. They're sending their kids to, see, to ski school. Why is that tough for me to say? Ski school. Sea sells by the ski school. They sell ski sales at ski school? So, no, they're sending their kids to ski school. I'm like, okay, conversation between you and me, don't get mad. Are they being snobs? Part of me says, raise your hand if you think they're being snobs. Ski school. Skiing's expensive. Um, Soccer's not so much. Surfing, not so much. Are you making your kids elite, not knowing that it's going to be tougher to be elite than it was for you? Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? I don't know. That's the conversations that I have with people. And I got yelled at, and people got mad at me because I was like, I think they're being snobs. I, I don't think they realize that, okay, so you live in Los Gatos, and yeah, things are good for you, but I don't think you realize what 96% of America looks like outside of you. And that's fine. Teach your kids skiing, but also teach them how, some other things like drinking beer surfing, teach them some, some simpler things. Because the future is all about networking. We've got the S&P 500 up too. Thank you so much for that bell ring. It always makes me happy to hear that bell ring on Monday morning. We're at the Dow Jones, the Dow average up 19, the NASDAQ down one half of 1%. The 10-year treasury sits at 2.6%. That's a big move. It was at 2.5% when we last left off. Batman and the Cape Crusader had crimes to solve. And it jumped over the weekend. 
what's behind that? Okay. Uh, cue the car crash. In five, four, three, two, one. Oh my God, Blackberry. They just went off the road. Their CEO's out. The stock is a disaster. Um, the takeover event. There's a sneak in my studio. The takeover event that was going to radically turn the company around. Oh, didn't happen. Out goes, out goes Thorsten Hines. Um, first and foremost, I wish I can go back in time and have my parents name me Thorsten Hines. Because how great would it be to have a woman call you Thor? I love you, Thor. You're the man of my dreams, Thor. Thor, you are all that in a bucket of chicken. If anyone wants to drop me an email that says, Thor, you are all that in a bucket of chicken, I will love you till the day I die. Like, his name is Thorsten Hines. He gets to go by the nickname Thor. Nice hammer, Thor. Like, that's a cool nickname. Danger, my middle name. Awesome. Trouble, not my middle name. Awesome. Thorsten, awesome. He took over co-CEOs, and, uh, well, he's out. There was a buyout offer that was put on the table, and taken off the table. <laughs> Whoops. Oopsie-daisy. Oopsie-daisy. I'm channeling Sean Connery. Oopsie-daisy, Highlander. Watch out for your head. So there was a deal. It didn't get done. Um, Apple and Google is going to do the Watusi on Blackberry's grave. Internet, super road, kill, highway, death. Gone. Okay, we need, we need one more sound effect. Just one more! Can we get, like, glass cra- uh, glass cracking? Can we get, um, what, a, what, a, people jumping out of uh, buildings? Ah! We need something, one more disaster sound effect other than a car crash. But wait, wait. It'll come. It'll come. It doesn't have to come right now. I'm working on getting Chewbacca as a co-host. I'm getting working on getting Mr. T as a co-host. I'm working on the stuff, okay? Stick with me. It's going to happen. Oh, so much to talk about. Did I mention the stock market? Okay, I probably did. Let's do it one more time. Uno momentero. Earnings today from Cisco. Not, I know you're saying Cisco. Thong song? No, not the thong song guy. No, 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 no. Cisco, the trucking company that delivers food to restaurants and to universities and to other big establishments. I love Cisco. No, 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 not thong song. I love Cisco. Not, no, 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 not the router company. I like Cisco, the trucking company. We got a big old convoy trucking down the line. Convoy. Convoy of food, like heaven. Kellogg's in the news, CME Group, Vulcan Materials, all reporting earnings today. So we're getting out of earnings season at this point in time. We got Facebook last week, been there, done that. We got Apple last week, been there, done that. Intel, Microsoft, been there, done that. Um, Bankers, been there, done that. So now we're looking at, holy mackerel! Are you kidding me? 51 days till Santa? That's right. That's what we're looking at, all things considered. I know you're saying, but I'm Jewish. No, 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 okay. Wall Street's looking at 
Santa Claus. Which I think we should change his name. It's the old fat man. The old fat man who smokes cigarettes and brings gifts to houses. Wait, 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 wait. Your, your Santa doesn't smoke cigarettes? Mine does. Weird. My dad was a smoker. <laughs> I kind of learned that Santa Claus wasn't real when the ashtray by the cookies was filled. I know you're saying, man, you just ruined it for a lot of kids out there. Sorry. Sorry. Micro apartments are making a big uh, rise in San Francisco. 280 square foot space, $1,800 a month. You basically get to live like you're in a dormitory. It makes sense. I love that story. It makes sense. Housing's unaffordable for a lot of people. They want the workspace. They want the career. They want the getting drunk in San Francisco experience, which can only be done by getting drunk in San Francisco. It's not quite the same in Fremont. It's not quite the same in San Mateo. It's not quite the same in Lapidus. So things change, and that should change the way you think about retirement and your assumptions about who's going to be moving into your home. I love you. This is Rob Black and your money. Think of it Thursday night. This Thursday in San Jose at the airport hotel or retirement boot camp. Sign up at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. European stocks approach to finish. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Tis I, Robert Black. Why did I just say that? Why did I speak like Shakespeare? Tis I. Um, actually, you know, I know something truthful. My friends know me as Robert. And it's how I can always tell that people are my friend or they're not my friend. Um, Rob Black is a character who talks about money on radio and television. And when I say character, I'm not, like, de-emphasizing what I do, but I was told 15-plus years ago when I got into radio, Rob Black sounds better than Robert Black. Um, I think we all should have some characters in our lives. I think that's what's sexy and fun about Halloween is that we play characters that for a couple moments of our life, one day of the year, we get to, like, play out. I got to dress up as a woman Thursday as Velma Dinkley. If you want to see it, it's at Rob Black Show on YouTube. Rob Black Show on YouTube. Um, people know me as Robert, my friends and family. My sister, when she calls me and tells me she loves me, she goes, I love you, Robert. I hope you have that in your world because I want you to succeed, but I want you to have love when you don't succeed, if that makes any sense. Twitter raises their price range. Get on the bus. It's going higher. This week, Twitter comes IPO. What the hell was that? Get the shotgun out. There's a bird in the studio. S&P 500 up to Dow up 19. NASDAQ down fractions. Joining me now, certified financial planner Chad Burton. He's with New Focus Financial. You can find him online at newfocusfinancial.com. He's a certified financial planner. One of the issues on retirement, Chad, 
I look at risk. There's market risk. There's political risk. There's uh, currency risk. There's headline risk. There's earnings risk. There's inflation risk. There's lots of types of risk. But in retirement, I think there's five. There's timing risk. When do the lower or down returns occur? There's market risk, lower overall returns. A lot of people look at the last 10 years and say, uh, people over 60, they're just not going to expose their assets to, to risk anymore. And risk equals re- higher returns mm-hmm. in theory. Um, there's expense risk. Medical costs go up. Repairs go up. Replacement cars. There's longevity risk. Risk, you know, you live in too long. Yeah. Like at some point in time, I want my mom to die because she's becoming more and more expensive as the years go on. I know that sounds horrible to say. <laughs> yes, yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. You just look like a big jerk. <laughs> but there's also inflation risk. Yeah. And inflation risk hits seniors more than anyone else because of the cost of health care and Medicare. Right. Well, you have to expose yourself to some risk asset, assets. Otherwise, later in life, you will subject yourself to a much lower lifestyle. The only way you can keep up with inflation is dealing with stocks, commodities, different types of investments. So if we look at inflation risk as an issue, that means part of your portfolio, part of your stock portfolio has to be overseas. The reason why is because when you're earning money, in over, you know, stocks from other countries or bonds from other countries, you're automatically hedging yourself against a falling dollar, which is where inflation comes from. Okay? Higher commodity prices and a falling dollar causes inflation. So in your overall portfolio, you need to have of your government bond exposure, some of it needs to be in TIPS, Treasury Inflation Protected Bonds, and of your overall bond exposure, a decent portion needs to be in foreign bonds with a good, well-known manager that's been doing it for a while and has good risk-adjusted returns. And of your stock portfolio, you've got to have some good dividend-paying stocks from overseas as well. That's a good way to hedge against inflation. Um, Other risks that we have to hedge against is that, that idea of longevity that you talked about, right? Absolutely. I mean, people used to retire thinking they were going to live till 80, 85. Now, I've had uh, three clients make it to past age 100, and I'm sure I'll you have had a lot three more. clients make it over 100? Yeah. Do you send them a gift? <laughs> I should have. Send them a, a card like, hey, you're over 100, your life must suck. We had a client that uh, at 98 fell off of her ladder cleaning her own gutters. That's crazy. I and fell she, off my ladder. She broke her hip, and she was fine You know, six months later. Wow. Tough old lady. Tough old lady. Yes, she was. She so, loved So... So what's that? Just chew leather <laughs> for breakfast every day, leather and bacon. Um, but you know, for longevity risk, that's why I say you know you you got to have a good portion of your overall income coming from income that you can't outlive. Yeah, things like uh, pension type income, social security type income, income that's guaranteed from uh, you know either the government or or some sort of a highly rated insurance company. That's your longevity source. There's actually longevity insurance that's being sold out there now that kicks in after age 85 and starts paying you a certain amount of money. Um, so there is ways to build that into your overall plan, that, that longevity risk. Let me know how much time we have left, Mr. Producer, at some point in time. Timing risk. That, I think it's kind of a, one of the one things that like people don't think about, but like the housing downturn caused a lot of people's retirements just calamity. Yeah. Because they had this asset that was appreciated, 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 appreciated. And then the, you know, the 2006 real estate bubble popped. Mm-hmm. And the timing, it sucked to be a 2010 time frame. You know, it, I don't know if that makes any sense what I'm trying to say. It does because, you know, a lot of people, especially in the Bay Area, re- retire with, a lot, with rental properties, yeah. right? Yeah. And they have to do a very detailed retirement plan with their cash flow um, and saying that, okay, my income need is here. It's going to go up with inflation every year. And my portfolio is only going to last 15 years. So obviously I'm going to have to start selling some of my properties. 
And if that is in real estate, you need to know 10 years ahead of the game before you know you're going to need to sell real estate. Because real estate cycles cycle through every 10 years. So if you're going oh, through... What's that mean? Real estate cycles every 10 years? Every 10 years, from peak to trough to peak to trough. Really? It's always a 10-year type of a cycle. Okay. So um, we're, we're, stocks are very similar, too. I mean, you have you know, seven, 70% of the time stocks are up, 30% of the time stocks are down. Bear markets, bull markets tend to last 10 to 15 years at a time. So everything cycles. So you know that, okay, it's, it's uh, 2012. I'm going to have to sell a rental property to replenish my portfolio by 2022, right? Okay. Let's say in five years you get what's really another real estate bubble, for example. I'm not saying there's going to be one, but it, let's say there is. Let's say everybody and their moms are wanting to buy real estate no matter what it's doing, and you know you, you're at the top of another price point. Well, you might want to sell that property five years early and take advantage of that dip. In terms of your overall portfolio, to take out the timing risk, the timing risk when you're in retirement is you're living off of your portfolio. So the thing that will kill your returns and kill your chances of a long-term retirement in the long run is if you're selling stocks or bonds in a down market. Both have a lot of risk. In fact, in bonds, there's more risk now than ever that you're going to have to sell in a down bond market because we haven't had a down bond market for many years. And usually when the bond market's down, you get two years of negative returns. And so the only way to hedge against that, you need three years' worth of your portfolio draws in cash. That's the only way that you're going to make sure that you don't time the market on the selling side. And uh, after that, every quarter, on the upside, peel your gains to replenish the amount of that cash that you've spent. That's how you reduce the risk of timing in retirement. That's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Woohoo! Walmart's got seven big deals starting midnight Friday on day after Thanksgiving. The world's largest retailer is pulling forward by a month, seven big deals. We'll talk about that crazy early shopping season. Take advantage of it. If you're going to shop, don't be stupid. Take advantage of, of retailers being stupid. Don't you be stupid. If you're going to shop, which is stupid, don't be stupid by not shopping when the deals are there. Big event Thursday night in San Jose at the Airport Hotel, a retirement workshop tied towards income. You can learn more at robblack.com. It's robblack.com or newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. This Thursday, sign up. Rob Black has a financial interest in the success of New Focus Finance. AM 1220 KDOW. Listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome in, Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Big event coming up this Thursday in San Jose at the Airport Hotel. You can learn more at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. It's tied towards income in retirement. Um, if you bring a phone or if you email me, rob at robblack.com, yay, my email's working, rob at robblack.com, I will let you in free. Otherwise, it's five bucks. The all goes charity, whether it be the five bucks or the phone, the phone goes to charity. Um, good local way to raise some funds and get to know one another. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton for a live hit. How are you, Mr. Burton? I'm doing well. How about you? Doing okay. 
I'm a little bummed yeah. out though. Why is that? Um, you know the song by Lord Royals. The Royals, yeah. Does that not bum you out? Like, hold on, let me play a little right here. Oh. Does that not bum you out a bit? <laughs> what that it's like the number one downloaded song on iTunes? That bums. No. No, that she's the youngest person to ever hit worldwide number one. Really? And How old is she? Like fifteen-ish. Um, she's not. No, she's not fifteen-ish now. But um, she was born in nineteen ninety-six, so she's eighteen-ish, seventeen-ish. But when the song hit number one worldwide, she's young. She beat Elvis. She beat Lady Gaga, um, and Wrecking Ball Girl, uh, Miley Cyrus. Makes me okay. makes me feel like you and I aren't doing something right. Well, you know, when when people are hitting, you know, number one on the charts, and they ha- they weren't even born yet when I was in high school. That's eighteen ninety six. So feeling old, thinking about this big seminar event coming up Thursday at the airport hotel. People can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Um, income and retirement, Chad. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm starting to get a little intimidated by two things. I'm starting to hit those years I need to start thinking about income and retirement, but also I'm starting to talk more and more to people that have no concept what the hell income and retirement means. There's a massive disconnect out there of age 60 to 100. What's your thoughts? Uh, there's, I mean, there's so many issues, too. You have people living longer. You have health care costs going up. Even last year when um, Social Security didn't have an increase at all, Medicare Part B went up by five bucks or about a 5% increase or so. Um, and then interest rates on bonds are cut in half from where they were in 2007 before the credit crisis. Uh, so there's so many things. I mean, you really have to be careful on when you take Social Security maximizing. Um, I've been on the air with you talking about how one spouse can file and suspend their benefits and let them continue to accumulate until 70, while the other spouse can take a spousal benefit and then switch to their own at 70. So you need to know the Social Security tricks that are out there. Um, and then also doing things like tax-efficient decumulation. And what that means is a lot of people enjoy a very low tax bracket between 65 and 70. They live off their cash. They live off their dividends, their, their stock sales. And then at 70 and a half, they lose all control of their tax bracket because you're forced to take money out of your IRAs, 401Ks, 403Bs, whether or not you want to. You have to do it. So one of the things that I talk about is, you know, which accounts to draw from first. And one concept is make sure you get a Roth conversion account open right when you turn 65. If you're retiring at 65 and you're trying to minimize your brackets for the long term, do some planning between 65 and 70 by possibly doing some small Roth conversions each year, which means at the end of five years, because there's a five-year time clock, Rob, that starts right when you do your first conversion. That at the end of that five years from the first conversion, even if you do multiple conversions, the end of the five years of that first conversion, you have an account that you can draw on tax-free for the rest of your life. And any conversions that you do also reduces the amount of money you're forced to pull from your IRAs, your regular IRAs, at age 70 and a half. So you can level out your tax bracket and then reduce it for the long term and uh, by looking at that strategy of a Roth conversion. It's a little tougher in the state of California with state income taxes being so high, but it's something that people with diversified assets really have to look at. How do you feel about Pamela Anderson completing the New York City Marathon without any training at all? Uh, she's going to have some serious shin splints. 
Her back might hurt a little bit too, but I'm really worried about <laughs> Back might hurt. What are you implying? <laughs> Nothing. I'm SAC, just about her shins. SAC Capital has pled guilty to insider trading, going to pay $1.8 billion. Any angle that the average investor needs to take out of that? Not really. You know, we've got um, some of the advertising limits that hedge funds faced have been lifted. Okay. So I think people are going to start to be bombarded with some more of this uh, hedge fund type return advertising. And hedge funds just really aren't the same game anymore. I mean, with high frequency trading with the access that people have to information in real time and the ability for the SEC to come down and hammer on hedge funds for any sort of insider trading and all. I think I think the hedge fund day has come and gone. I don't think they're going to be as uh, popular as they used to be, even with these advertising rules being lifted. So Thursday night, San Jose Airport Hotel, income, investment, and retirement, big topic. Anything else that we need to know about that event? Are you going to unleash anything like the Kraken? <laughs> I'm going to talk a lot about bond alternatives. Okay. Traditionally, you could sit there and you know, take half your portfolio and put it in bonds yielding 5 or 6%. You know, a good portion of your portfolio in CDs yielding 3 4 or 5% in normal times. And that's just not the case right now. So that idea that you can retire at 65 and live off of 4 to 5% of your portfolio Unless you do some bond alternatives, that is not going to last. You're not going to be able to keep up with inflation. You'll probably lose too much money if interest rates jump again. Just look at your bond portfolios from uh, May to July when the huge interest rate increase happened. Research and most. Whoops. Go ahead. Uh, no, so that was the, the the key is just to look at some bond alternatives and realize that your income potential. Um, you have to do something different in retirement. Okay. So that's Thursday night in San Jose Airport Hotel. Chad's going to hit alternatives to bond investing, income strategies in retirement. It should be a pretty good event. It's our last event of the year. You can bring a cell phone and get entrance. If you drop me an email, rob at robblack.com. It's rob at robblack.com. We're doing a charitable event, raising money for local um, charities tied towards nonprofits. Um, real quick, any thoughts on BlackBerry? Did you ever own one? What's your thoughts now that the deal's falling apart violently and the stock's getting rocked? Um, you've got to have more than just the, the great handset because if you don't have other things like an ecosystem to, to attract people, all you become is a device and a commodity, and that's, that's, that's not a good thing because, you know, the people change their taste in devices, and Apple has to realize that as well. Okay. Thanks very much. It's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him here from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. on New Focus on Wealth. You can also find him at his website, newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. Talking income strategies. He does a much better job at it than I do. You can find him again at newfocusfinancial.com. With that said, I don't know how you feel about um, MLS soccer. There was a wicked goal wicked goal scored yesterday from the LA Galaxy. They beat Real Salt Lake. In the 48th minute, one of their players, a guy named Sean Franklin, um, he ran on a botched cross from Robbie Keane. He smoked a shot that, seriously, it goes hardcore left, and then it's almost 90 degrees right. Um, Teach your kid how to do that, and it's a college, college scholarship. Teach your kid how to bend it Hardcore left, 
and then reverse. I mean, the ball, if you would almost allowed it to go, it would have maybe boomerang back to him. That's how hard it was curving. Um, why do I say that? College costs are expensive. I've got a friend here at Channel 4 Cron who is sending his kid to, like, um, state level of high school soccer. She's still a little bit too young to say that phrase out loud, but that's how good she is. And she's going to get a college scholarship, and he won't have to pay for college for her. What's crazy is if she blows out her knee between now and then, not only did he spend a lot of money supporting her passion and her playtime, but he's also going to have to support her college. But here's how crazy it is. He has to get on a plane to fly his kids to games. Like, that's how good she is. She's on the Olympic squad. If you could teach your kid how to smoke a ball so that it starts left and it curves right, like, and all you have to do is, all I'm telling you is right now, go to Google, go to YouTube, hit MLS, LA Galaxy, playoff game last night, uh, defender, scores goal, watch what that happens, and if you can teach your kid, take him outside for 12,000 times and have a kick like that, He's going to probably be pretty good. You know, 12 years ago, we got introduced to the um, pastel background and all-black iPod dancers. 12 years ago. Does that make you feel a little bit older? Um, I got that for Christmas, an iPod, right? It's holiday season again. Apple and their ecosystems in the snooze always revolutionizing the way we consume and experience music. The first iPod commercial, if you YouTube that, you will get a kick out of it. It will make you snicker. It will make you giggle. Um, tied towards, again, the way we consume music. The ecosystem, as Mr. Berton referred to it. This is Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Big event coming up Thursday evening in San Jose at the airport hotel. Austin is the former Doubletree or something. I don't even know. It's something. But come meet me. Come meet Chad. 630 9. We're going to be talking income strategies in retirement. 630 9. I'll be there like at 6 ish. If you have some questions, bring by a cell phone, an old cell phone, a used cell phone. Get in for free. Or just bring one by so we can donate it to charity for you. You're Rob Black and your money. Find me online at robblack.com. The event is at robblack.com. AM 1220 KDOW traffic. And 65. That's a Bloomberg Market Minute. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Lululemon. Who, it may be me, but I think yoga clothes are the sexiest clothes on the planet. Like, I always want to go on a date with a woman just in yoga clothes. Not me, her. I know it's sexist. But, um, I don't know. 
I think they're fantastic. It works for me. With that said, Lululemon is a $69 stock. It is publicly traded. It has ups and has downs. The trend is for stylish, athletic yoga clothes. Absolutely. Right? And their clothes cost a lot more than they do at Athleta, which is a division of Gap. You say Gap, and you say Baby Gap, Gap Outlet, Banana Republic. You went through the whole cycle of everything that is Gap, including their cheap divisions, their high-end divisions. But now you actually have to include Athleta, and you're like, whoa, did not know that. So, Lululemon is a clothing retailer. They're high-end fashion. Survey says... Survey says... Winner. So, there you go. Thank you. That's kind of our survey says. Uh, number one answer is... Very sexy. Lululemon, Athletica. Um, so, they have a little bit of a, a problem. You remember their pants? You could, like pulled them a little bit, and they were sheer enough that you could take a photo through them and see everything (laughs) explicitly. So when you put them on a big hiney, they would stretch a little bit, and you could see everything explicitly. They they ran into a problem. The stock got hit. Hit hard. It went from a 75 to 60. A couple times, CEO left. It went from 65 to 55. So it keeps showing us debut bottoms. And this is a classic chart of a, a double bottom. Go take a look. Seriously, go take a look, okay? Um, back in October 2012, you could see a debut. In October, September of 2013, you could see a debut. August 2013. In July, whoops, I'm getting all my days. Let me start over. Let me start over. Okay, so... Year 2012, you could see a double bottom in November. In October 2000, no, August 2013, you could see a double bottom. And you can see another double bottom. So basically in the last three years, you could see three W's. That means it went low, no one wanted to sell it. And then it went higher, and then it went back to that low where no one wanted to sell it. It put in a bottom there. It's called a double bottom. It's a technical issue that... I don't want you to get addicted to. But it shows you an area where no one wants to sell it. So now they've got a new problem on their hands. It's called the Groove and Wonder Under. I know you're saying, Wonder Under, is that as sexy as it sounds? Probably. A Wonder Bra combined with Underpants, Wonder Under. Is that what is really going on in this conversation? But they've heard from a number of customers that the Groove Pants have had some problems. Piling. The company is saying, you know, hey, come to our store and we will make right. This is not indicative of a bigger issue. We will make right. Lululemon carved out a niche for high-end yoga wear. They built up a passionate clientele that helped the company regularly achieve quarterly sales growth of more than 20%. I still think that their clothes are stunning. And they're made to make women look even more beautiful while they're sweating and doing stretches and stuff like that and people pay a price for style 
and they're willing to pay a premium. Now, again, do I think Target has a play on athletic underwear? Absolutely. But if I were a stock investor, do I say, okay, let's look at the players. There's Gat with Alfada. There's Lululemon. There's Target. And you start running out of names on athletic undergarments and or athletic wear. The CEO of Google, he actually wears, like, these athletic yoke clothes almost to say, screw you. Like, look how good I look. I'm not wearing a suit and tie. That's all I got for you. John Kerry in the news, traveling into the Middle East. So we still have the Middle East issues. You know, 2,000 years ago, I would have gone on radio, or I would have gone to town square and gone, uh, take a look at the stock market. Rocks are higher. Gold is lower. Uh, silver is doing okay. Uh but there's still problems in the Middle East, so watch out. 2,000 years later, we're still talking about problems in the Middle East. They've been throwing sticks and stones at each other. Now they throw rockets. At some point in time, they're going to throw bigger. Something about that area. Something about that area. So it's always going to be an issue. SAC Capital Advisors is going to plead guilty to criminal insider trading charges as soon as today, facing a $1 billion fine, effectively shutting down the firm as managing other people's money. They can manage their own, they can manage their employees, but that's it. Um, he wants to own a baseball team, Cohen does, from SAC Capital. I don't know if that's going to happen. Baseball likes to pretend like we're all that in a bucket of chicken and our poop doesn't stink. Cohen stinks a little bit now, at this point in time. I don't know. What do you want to talk about? 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Big event coming up this Thursday at San Jose Airport. You can find out more at newfocusfinancial.com or robblack.com. It's robblack.com. Hey, check out my new website. It's still a work in progress. A WIP, if you know what I'm saying. A WIPOPP, you know me. Um, on retirement income, sign up at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. Little Jack Horner sat in a corner of his ransacked apartment, wondering what kind of nitwit steals a futon. Luckily, the Geico Insurance Agency had helped him with renter's insurance, and he got full replacement. Unfortunately, little Jack Horner had to have his stomach pumped when he ate a six-month-old Christmas pie. Visit Geico.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. In the last several years, real estate has never been more affordable. Opportunities for investing have never been better. But sometimes financing, especially for investors, has never been more confusing. Hi, this is Joe Cachera. Join me and the entire Real Estate 360 team weekday afternoons at 3 p.m. as we will help you better understand the world of real estate from an investor's perspective. Guest experts help us cut through the confusion. RE360, weekday afternoons at 3 p.m. here on AM 1220 KDOW. Palo Alto, the Bay Area's business leader. A division of Salem Communications. Latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black. 
on the Wall Street Business Network. Holy mackerel. Stop the presses. It's Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Big IPO coming this week. Mm. Twitter? Tweet, tweet. Do you care? Oakland got stomped upon by Philadelphia. To the tune of seven touchdown passes. And... Hopefully you had that guy in fantasy football because you had a hell of a weekend if you did. If not, eh, not so much. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Stocks today rose. Basically on a little economic data where you're starting to get out of earnings season and into the holiday season. Just like that, back to school has come and gone. I miss it. I miss it so much. So the success of Twitter's business model is going to be brought into question this week with their IPO. There's a frenzy with it. I love Twitter, but I know people who hate Twitter. I know people who make racist statements about Twitter. Like, I don't use it, only blah, blah, blah uses it. Like, what? And apparently there's that angle out there that it's not all that in a bucket of chicken. Company said that their IPO was to be seventeen to twenty dollars a share. Now it's to be twenty-five dollars a share. No one really knows if the company's worth three billion or thirty billion. We won't know for the next five years. We do know that you know Twitter's a steal at seventeen dollars a share, but at thirty, maybe not so much. Keep in mind, we saw what happened to Facebook when it was going from eighteen dollars a share to whoops, it's forty dollars a share. Whoops, it goes all the way back down to that $18 valuation before heading to $50 a share. To extrapolate, not every advertiser is thrilled. Forrester did some research on Twitter and Facebook last week that was less than satisfactory for the companies. How effective are the ads? You know, I'm moved by the new Ron Burgundy ads for uh, the Dakota. And you're like, ah, wait, what? The Dakota? I know, right? So, advertising is whether you click through, whether you see it, whether it becomes a brand, who can be, become a better marketing partner. I'll tell you, I saw a statistic this weekend that just blew my mind. I know you're saying, tell me, Rob. Blow my mind. Okay. Are you comfortable? Are you wearing clo- loose clothing? Are you wearing some Lululemon yoga pants? Let me talk to you. What blew my mind this weekend? Comcast is losing subscribers. I know, I know, I know. You're saying, oh, what a letdown. No, no. We know Comcast is losing television subscribers. No, no. Here's here's what blew my mind. Ready? You know, your pants are comfortably relaxed. Downward dog. Downward dog. (gasps) Breathe. (sighs) Breathe. (sighs) Downward dog. You with me? You against me? Are you with me? You against me? What blew my mind on Comcast this weekend? They're starting to lose broadband customers. I once said on this very set of airwaves, you could pry it from my dead finger, my cable modem, which is a play on the, you could pry it from my dead fingers, my gun. Um, no. Cable modem use 
it's just down. More and more cities are offering broadband. Companies like Starbucks are offering broadband. And some people honestly don't like to check their email every second of the day. And sometimes, you know, sapping off your neighbors is good enough. Sometimes sapping off your city is good enough. <clears throat> I think it's going to be a trend that continues. If I were to be offered a bond initiative in the upcoming elections for my local city, do you want to pay an extra $3 a month for super fast internet broadband? I'd be like, yeah. Of course, you're going to be hit with ads on vote for initiative X for free, not for three dollars a month broadband, super internet in your city, or you're gonna hear the Comcast sponsored ads. This this advertisement sponsored by Comcast. Vote no on super fast X initiative per parcel tax. They're taking more of your money. There's sometimes where governments do good, and there's sometimes where governments do bad. In one of them, that I could say that I think they do good is some initiatives to offer things like broadband. In my city, I could basically go anywhere and get free Internet. And what's interesting about that is I pay 60 to $70 a month for super fast Internet. 60 to $70 a month! Of course, I could stream movies. You and I could be sitting in our yoga pants watching television, having popcorn, having some nice romantic downtime, watching a movie, silver play... Silver Cloud Lining Playbook, Silver Cloud Line Book, whatever. It's got that Jennifer girl in it. And we're romantic and we start kissing and like, do we really need super fast internet to get that movie streamed into our TV? Comcast is going to tell you, hell yeah, you do. Comcast is going to say, you know what, we're going to charge you for everything we can charge you for. So when we take it away, it looks like you're getting a bargain. I do, I do see a day where maybe we don't have internet connections into our home where we're sapping off the city. And I think that's an investment story. Do I think it's going to happen broad-based? No. Do I think it's going to happen overnight? No. Do I think it creates buying opportunities? Yes. Do I think the trend is starting to break? When I saw the study that more Americans are starting to cut the cable internet, I was stunned by that. Because up until this point, the story was, you can pry for my dead fingers, my cable modem. Americans were willing to pay for it. Now I think Americans are starting to get fed up. I'm going to check with Verizon. Hey, how much, can you, how much do I have to pay you to cover my whole house? And you know what? Down the road, I'm going to say to, to Verizon, how much do I have to pay you to cover uh, Internet in my car? Because I want Internet in my car. <laughs> I was talking to someone this weekend. <laughs> that didn't realize if you and I both have Pandora and we're on the Coldplay station or on the Killer station or on the for our older audience the Andy Williams station they actually thought it was a station I'm like no 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 no. it's like an algorithm that is based to your likes and dislikes it's just they're picking songs and they're streaming to you individually it's not a whole station are you amazed by how stupid people can be? Because I am. Anyhow, and anyway, speaking of stupid people, going to be doing an event this weekend, this Thursday, this Thursday, not even the weekend. It's the last event of the year. I'm so tired of doing these. By this time of the year, I'm fed up. I hate them. But I do want to see you come out and support the show. 
Uh, it's a charitable event this Thursday, 6.30 to 9. If you want to meet me for drinks at 6, that's fine. Bring by a cell phone, an old smartphone. It's a seminar. Um, what you need to know about it, it is building a retirement portfolio that lasts. It's November 7th. San Jose Airport Hotel, a.k.a. the San Jose Radisson Airport. Talking about reducing risk with diversification. Talking about bond alternatives. Talking about asset classes in retirement. I'm going to go over 10 stocks for 2014 that I think are intriguing. Some of them you know. Some of them you don't know. You can sign up for the event at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. If you want to bring a cell phone and get free admission, you need a passcode. So drop me an email, rob at robblack.com. It's rob at robblack.com. Don't be shy. Don't be nervous. I'd love to see you Thursday at 639 in San Jose. Take a break here. I'll be right back. AM 1220 KDOW traffic. It is a very tough ride on the Newman Streetway this morning. In this Bay Area update brought to you by Garmin. Southbound 880, the back at the beginning of 230. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Ender's Game hit expectations of about $28 million for an opening weekend. That's not too shabby compared with recent sci-fi flicks like Gravity. Did she die or did she not die? Was it a dream or not a dream? After Earth, Elysium, Oblivion. It's been a big year of science fiction films, eh? Bad Grandpa held steady with another $20 million, bringing in $79 million. Total. Uh, Bad Grandpa is Johnny Knoxville. I'd like to see that on cable. I'm not, sh- I'm not shelling out 10 bucks plus to see it in theaters. I'm just not. Because, trust me, if there's like a booger that needs to be seen on IMAX, I don't need to see it. Uh, disgusting film, don't need to see. If there's something that gets x-rayed in his body, I don't need to see it in IMAX. I can see it on the smaller screen. S&P 500 is up fractions. The Dow's down 18. The NASDAQ is up 3. Joining me now... Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Tony, you work in the mortgage industry, so you see a lot of what's going on. Uh, You put together a lot of the paperwork. One of the pieces of paperwork that you put together is insurance on the home. Right. You want to make sure the person who's buying a home gets homeowner's insurance before the transaction's finished. Um, Is that a law or is that a courtesy? Uh, it's a lender requirement. Lender requirement? Okay. Lender requirement. I mean, if you own your house free and clear, you're going to obviously want to protect your asset, but the lenders have tighter guidelines on on what is required as far as what your coverages are, your, your liabilities, insurance. I think everyone needs to review their paperwork every five years. This is a very odd concept, but my business is worth more than it was five years ago, mm-hmm. so I need to change my life insurance in case And building I costs have gone up, and then and replacement costs. Well, before we get there, let, let me finish this thought so that... People can tie it together nicely. If I were to die, my partner buys me out. I have life insurance on him. He has life insurance on me. Perfect, right? But we have to up that every five years because the value of the business goes up. Right. So that's kind of frustrating. With that said, same thing with your home. I bought my house five years ago. I could tell you that 
the houses on my street, the quality's gone up a lot with people um, rebuilding their homes, with their bringing in construction. Um, some people are doing complete teardowns and putting in super fancy nice homes. That scares me a little bit because that means yeah. for me to rebuild, it's going to be more expensive. Well, and and look at this mathematically though. It's not always the rebuilding cost. Your, your land is what's going up faster than the actual rebuild. But you do want to still reanalyze your insurance policy every year, to be honest with you, because you may have bought new items that you're including in your house, or you may have upgraded a kitchen or had some new appliances. There's a lot of things you can include into your insurance policy um, on your homeowner's policy. So I would look at it every year. Most people, I think it's about 80%, is, I think it's a statistic, is under, they're underinsured yeah. on their home. Um, so you want to keep looking at your policy on a yearly basis, especially if in, in a market like this where home prices are going up and down, land prices are going up and down. You're not insuring your land, but you're insuring the rebuild cost and everything else inside. So let's talk that concept a little bit. Um, every now and then there's a just true disaster, and you have homeowners insurance, you feel very comfortable with it, but you've been living in the Oakland Hills for 20 years and a fire sweeps through the Oakland Hills. You're not going to be able to afford to rebuild. You're, you're done. Yeah. You're selling that piece of land, and someone else is going to build there. Um, because in 20 years, housing construction costs have gone up significantly. And I would take your coverage, too. Um, some people might think they have the right kind of hazard insurance, the right kind of fire coverage. I was recently talking to a friend of my parents, and they had a home in New Jersey that was wiped out by Sandy, was the storm. Uh-huh. And a year earlier, their insurance company said, we don't want to own any policies on the coast. And they got rid of it. Uh, and they went with a sub a sub standard type of insurance company that replaced it, and it did, and they did not cover the flood. So you go and look at, at your policy, especially if, you, if you're in a sort of like flood, not flood zone, but like a landslide zone. I looked at a house not recent, not too long ago where part of the uh, disclosure said that it was in a, like a landslide area. So I mean, these, these are some, some of the things you need to have on your coverage. You and I spent some time on the East Coast in our younger years, and there was an auto insurance company called Katz Auto Insurance, and it was spelled K-A-T-Z. And there, the, it was a lion, like, never use an insurance company that can't even spell. I like using, I use USAA. My dad was in the military. It's the greatest insurance company ever. I love them. So that keeps the cost of my, and then I, I put my auto insurance with them. They give me a multi-policy discount. So I'm very, very pleased. I like multi-policy discounts. Everyone should consider it. Like, if you need term life, Call your auto insurance and see if they can do it. That's a great piece of advice. Um, Put everything together, get a a lower discount. Absolutely. And go with quality. I think Geico is great if you can't get USAA. Um, I would not go with the local insurance agent. And again, I'm pissing some people off. I know. I want if Warren Buffett bought Geico for a reason and everything's on a phone and you never actually have a real estate agent. But yeah, if you want to test your policy, I can call Geico right now or USAA and say, hey, does my house cover if a meteor hits it? Does my homeowners cover it if you know someone breaks in? What's my deductible? Call these people and yep. ask ask questions and get the answers before the disaster happens. With that said, very, very important to review your policies. That's the last thing I'm going to say, because also on some policies, sometimes you designate, like I had, I had life insurance that went to my first wife. That would not have been good if, Cindy, if I died, she gets insurance. Chad's got that story where one of his financial planners um, out of college had a boyfriend, and he put her name on yep. the policy. She, he gets married, has a kid, dies, and the life insurance went to the... Girlfriend from college. I mean, even as small as if you have kids and you have more kids coming on your property and other people and you have a pet, for example, those are things that you need to change your policy as well. It's not just about the house. It's about 
the liabilities that go along with it. Number one claim on homeowners insurance? Dog bites. Dog bites. Yep. Buy a cat, sell the dog. Yep. With that said, that's Tony Mendez. You can find him online at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Somewhere in that story was lost that I had a dog. And somewhere in that story was that Cindy, my ex, was on my paperwork and should always update paperwork. Can I merge those two that I had an ex named Cindy who was a dog? I wish I could, but I can't. The truth is the truth, and it hurts. I married poorly. It's one of the biggest regrets I have in my life. It's shameful. It's degrading. It's sad. But I got out of it. And to this day, I can say I got out of it. And she's not a dog. She's a stunningly beautiful woman who a lot of guys pursued, and that hurt the relationship to the point that she cheated on me. She didn't actually physically cheat. She was email cheating. And that brings up Facebook. It brings up Twitter. It brings up a lot of things where Tiger Woods could have saved himself a very costly divorce if it wasn't so social, if it wasn't so network, if it wasn't so obvious out there. Do yourself a favor. Be smart. When you don't love someone, tell them, I'm losing my love for you, and we need to open this relationship and or end the relationship. Get a divorce mediator, which is what I did. No signs in the state of California win. None. You can't say she's a dirty scumbag dog. I win more. Doesn't work that way. It's all a mathematical formula. How long were you married? How do you split assets? It's all mathematical. There's nothing you can do about it. There's no need for a divorce lawyer. Divorce mediator. This Thursday, going to do an event at San Jose Airport. I'd love to see you there. I'd really love to see you there. It's a charitable event. Bring your cell phone. Email me, rob at robblack.com. I'll get you in free. Otherwise, it's $5. Sign up at robblack.com. This Thursday evening, 639. AM 1220 KDOW traffic. Delays all over the Bay this morning in this Bay Area update. Brought to you Mike Garman. We'll start off in the south lane, Cupertino, northbound 280 after Deanza. Three cars blocking the three right lanes. Only the left lane is open. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial. Big event coming up this Thursday in San Jose at the airport hotel. You can learn more at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. It's tied towards income and retirement. Um, if you bring a phone or if you email me, rob at robblack.com, yay, my email's working, rob at robblack.com, I will let you in free. Otherwise, it's five bucks. The all goes charity, whether it be the five bucks or the phone, the phone goes charity. Um, good local way to raise some funds and get to know one another. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton for a live hit. How are you, Mr. Burton? Doing well. How about you? Doing okay. I'm a little bummed yeah. out, though. Why is that? Um, you know the song by Lord Royals. Uh, Royals, yeah. Does that not bum you out? Like, hold on, let me play a little right here. Oh. 
Does that not bum you out a bit? <laughs> what, that it's like the number one downloaded song on iTunes? That bums no, you? No, that she's the youngest person to ever hit worldwide number one. Really? How old is she? Like 15-ish. Um, she's not... No. She's not 15-ish now, but um, she was born in 1996, so she's 18-ish. 17-ish. But when the song hit number one worldwide, she was young. She beat Elvis. She beat Lady Gaga, um, and Wrecking Ball Girl, uh, Miley Cyrus. Makes me okay. makes me feel like you and I aren't doing something right. Well, you know when when people are hitting, you know, number one on the charts, and they ha- they weren't even born yet when I was in high school. That's nineteen ninety six. So feeling old, thinking about this big seminar event coming up Thursday at the airport hotel. People can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Um, income and retirement. Chad, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm starting to get a little intimidated by two things. I'm starting to hit those years where I need to start thinking about income and retirement, but also I'm starting to talk more and more to people that have no concept what the hell income and retirement means there's a massive disconnect out there of age 60 to 100. What's your thoughts? Uh, there's, I mean, there's so many issues, too. You have people living longer. You have health care costs going up. Even last year when um, Social Security didn't have an increase at all, Medicare Part B went up by 5 bucks or about a 5% increase or so. Um, and then interest rates on bonds are cut in half from where they were in 2007 before the credit crisis. Uh, so there's so many things. I mean, you really have to be careful on when you take Social Security maximizing. Um, I've been on the air with you talking about how one spouse can file and suspend their benefits and let them continue to accumulate until 70, while the other spouse can take a spousal benefit and then switch to their own at 70. So you need to know the Social Security tricks that are out there. Um, and then also doing things like tax-efficient decumulation. And what that means is a lot of people enjoy a very low tax bracket. 65 and 70. They live off their cash, they live off their dividends, their, their stock sales. And then at 70 and a half, they lose all control of their tax bracket because you're forced to take money out of your IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, whether or not you want to. You have to do it. So one of the things that I talk about is, you know, which accounts to draw from first. And one concept is make sure you get a Roth conversion account open right when you turn 65. If you're retiring at 65 and you're trying to minimize your brackets for the long term, and do some planning between 65 and 70 by possibly doing some small Roth conversions each year, which means at the end of five years, because there's a five-year time clock, Rob, that starts right when you do your first conversion, that at the end of that five years from the first conversion, even if you do multiple conversions, at the end of the five years of that first conversion, you have an account that you can draw on tax-free for the rest of your life. And any conversions that you do also reduces the amount of money you're forced to pull from your IRAs, your regular IRAs, at age 70 and a half. So you can level out your tax bracket and then reduce it for the long term and uh, by looking at that strategy of a Roth conversion. It's a little tougher in the state of California with state income taxes being so high, but it's something that people with diversified assets really have to look at. How do you feel about Pamela Anderson completing the New York City Marathon without any training at all? Oh, she's going to have some serious chin splints. Her back might hurt a little bit, too, but I'm really worried about chin splints. <laughs> back might hurt. What are you implying? <laughs> Nothing. I'm SAC, just worried about her SAC Capital has pled guilty to insider trading, going to pay $1.8 billion. Any angle that the average investor needs to take out of that? 
Not really. You know, we've got um, some of the advertising limits that hedge funds faced have been lifted. Okay. So I think people are going to start to be bombarded with some more of this uh, hedge fund type return advertising. And hedge funds just really aren't the same game anymore. I mean, with high frequency trading with the access that people have to information in real time and the ability for the SEC to come down and hammer on hedge funds for any sort of insider trading and all. I think I think the hedge fund day is come and gone. I don't think they're going to be as uh, popular as they used to be, even with these advertising rules being lifted. So Thursday night, San Jose Airport Hotel, income, investment, retirement, big topic. Anything else that we need to know about that event? Are you going to unleash anything like the Kraken? <laughs> I'm going to talk a lot about bond alternatives. Okay. Traditionally, you could sit there and, and then take half your portfolio and put it in bonds yielding 5 or 6%. A you know, good portion of your portfolio in CDs yielding 3 4 or 5% in normal times. And that's just not the case right now. So that idea that you can retire at 65 and live off of 4 to 5% of your portfolio Unless you do some bond alternatives, that is not going to last. You're not going to be able to keep up with inflation. You'll probably lose too much money if interest rates jump again. Just look at your bond portfolios from uh, May to July when the, the huge interest rate increase happened. Research and most. Whoops. Go ahead. Uh, no, so that was the, the the key is just to look at some bond alternatives and realize that your income potential. Um, you have to do something different in retirement. Okay, so that's Thursday night in San Jose Airport Hotel. Chad's going to hit alternatives to bond investing, income strategies, and retirement. It should be a pretty good event. It's our last event of the year. You can bring a cell phone and get entrance. If you drop me an email, rob at robblack.com. It's rob at robblack.com. We're doing a charitable event, raising money for local um, charities tied towards nonprofits. Um, real quick, any thoughts on BlackBerry? Did you ever own one? What's your thoughts now that the deal's falling apart violently and the stock's getting robbed? Um, you've got to have more than just the, the great handset because if you don't have other things like an ecosystem to, to attract people, all you become is a device and a commodity, and that's, that's, that's not a good thing because, you know, the people change their taste in devices, and Apple has to realize that as well. Okay. Thanks very much. It's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him here from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. on New Focus on Wealth. You can also find him at his website, newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. Talking income strategies. He does a much better job at it than I do. You can find him again at newfocusfinancial.com. And if you want to bring a cell phone, donate a cell phone, you can get into the event Thursday night for free. It's typically $5. All of that goes to charity. It's a way of keeping up the crazy, crazy people who want to make a million dollars without trying. It's a retirement income seminar. It's last of the year. It's a great event to raise money for charity. It's a great event to get to know Chad, get to know myself, see what the KDOW station's all about. Chad does a show here from 1 to 2 every day, New Focus on Wealth. And honestly, he needs more of a response. Um, he's at that weird time. He's in between shows. Markets just closed. I think the best times, obviously, to do financial media are while people are in their cars and 1 o'clock's not it. So make sure you support the show. Give them a call today. Just say, I love you. I love you. And hang up. Just bomb them with I love yous.
And even though our earnings has been... Usain Bolt said he ate a thousand chicken nuggets during the 2008 Olympics. Okay, that may be the craziest thing I've heard today. <laughs> Missing from the story whether they were McDonald's or not, but he reveals that the two weeks he was at the Olympics, he scarfed down roughly a thousand nuggets. Bolt called Chinese food odd and decided to give McDonald's a try. It is a McDonald's story. He says he deserves some sponsorship coin. At first, I ate a box of 20 for lunch, then another dinner. Another for dinner. The next day, I had two boxes for breakfast, one for lunch, and another couple in the evening. I even grabbed some fries and an apple pie to go with it. Oh, my God, that makes me miss apple pie. McDonald's apple pie, are you kidding me? I don't know what to say to that. Turkey Day Cruises. If you can't stomach the idea of spending another year without nursing your tryptophan coma on the couch, consider getting away from it all on a cruise. The cruise is leaving the port. (laughs) You know, I talk about my ex. She's got one of the most R-rated stories about cruises that I could ever tell you. But I can't tell you, because this is a family station, and this is a morning show, yes, but it's not that kind of morning show. Thanksgiving cruises are some of the lowest prices of the year. You can go on an eight-night Caribbean cruise, and you can sing Billy Ocean to your spouse. Caribbean queen, ooh, we're sharing the same dream. Ooh, now our hearts just beat as one. No more love on the run. Caribbean queen, ooh, right? So Carnival cruises for $38 per person per night. You know why? Because people go on cruises the week of Thanksgiving and the week after Thanksgiving. It's the week before. Cheek, 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 cheek. It's like a bird sanctuary in there. There's two places I see bird sanctuaries. First is my boss's office. I'm like, hey, hey, can I get a raise? He goes, cheek, 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 cheek. I'm like, when did this become a bird sanctuary? And then on top of it, when you're on a cruise. Now let me sing, sing one more verse of Caribbean Queen. Ooh, no more love on the run. Oh, Rob, yeah, I, I think you just killed my favorite song of all time. Oh, so sorry about that, Simon. That was my favorite song when I was like 12. I know, you're saying you listen to Billy Ocean, and there's some song about your blue eyes. I don't even remember it at this point in time, but just trust me. I was a a kid who was confused. I needed a father figure. I liked Billy Ocean. I probably ended up in a 12-step program to solve the problem of being a Billy Ocean fan. I apologize. From my family to your family to your family's family, from my family's family family to your family's family, I apologize. I apologize. I can't say it enough. William Hurt from the Big Chill. Children of a Lesser God, Marley Matlin. That was a weird one, right? They were married. 
Weird. I know you're saying, I didn't know that. Hmm. I don't know. I don't think I have anything else for you. I think the show is basically essentially over at this point in time. Thursday night, doing an event, 6.30 to 9. I, oh, Kellogg is going to cut 7% of their global workforce. They're great, right? They're great. How do you do a lion sound at this point in time? Cornflakes? I know you're saying cornflakes caused a 7% cut in staff. Yeah, yeah. So Global Workforce Cost Saving Initiative. Not only is Kellogg's, and for the record, I like Kellogg's as a stock. Not only is Kellogg's intriguing, there's some okay, for their Frosted Flakes, but, but Pop-Tarts. Pop-Tarts. Do you know they make a peanut butter Pop-Tart at this point in time? I know you're saying, no, yes. They make a peanut butter Pop-Tart. And I know, you don't even like peanut butter, Rob. I know. I know, that's the funny part about the story. So they're cutting 7% of the workforce. They also make Eggos. Lego my Ego. What the hell is an Ego? Like, seriously, what NASA scientist figured that thing out? So, year to date, they've made $989 million, down from last year's $993 million. Um, cost efficiency. That's why I love investing in stocks. I know you're saying you just did a story where 7% of the workforce is getting cut. Look, I've been cut. CNET downsized me. CBS downsized me. Business Talk Radio sold out and I left them. So, oh, let me do my horsey stuff. Look, everyone. It's Sarah Jessica Parker live in studio. That is money. That is money. Hey, horsey face. What I mean by horsey face, if you ever look at her, like, just think of a horse. Think of Black Beauty. I love you, Black Beauty. When you see Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, Meg Tilly. Where's Meg Tilly these days? I just asked that question because I think she's missing. Jeff Goldblum? I haven't seen him in a while either. I personally think he's missing. His best film, was it Silverado? No, 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 no. Was it The Fly, where he pukes on a Twinkie and then eats it? He fly vomits on it? I still wish I had that skill. Seriously, if I had that skill, you'll never see me again. Think of it coming up Thursday evening from 639. It's a retirement income event in San Jose at the San Jose Airport Hotel. It's your last chance to donate a phone to charity to get in for free. You can sign up at newfocusfinancial.com or robblack.com. Robblack.com is a little confusing right now, but it's good in there. Big event, Thursday night, 639. Sign up at robblack.com. And opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.